Hi, I'm Dr. Taryn McCarthy, business owner, orthodontist, motivational speaker, and mom. After 20 years of striving for success in business, I'm starting the conversation about the business of happiness. True success in life is realized when we achieve inner fulfillment. Join me in the conversation with business leaders and entrepreneurs looking to reignite their passions and redefine success. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. We are talking about the power and the strength of vulnerability. It's one of the greatest new findings in my world and has been one of those things that over the past few years I've been diving into, but it has just struck me recently how important this topic is and how undervalued the strength and the resilience even of vulnerability is not just in our daily lives, in business, in leadership, in our relationships with one another, in our intimate relationships, and in our greater contribution to the rest of the world. I'm so excited to talk about vulnerability with you. You know, what actually brought about this topic was chatting with one of my coaching clients and I suddenly was struck by realizing how especially in the business world, we have prided ourselves on stepping outside of vulnerability. I mean, if you can push through, if you can persevere, if you can push down your emotions or any signs of weakness, then we reward it. I mean, isn't that so true? So many of us learned from a very young age that if you can just force your way through or persevere despite your fears or pain, or sadness, or feelings of abandonment, or loss, then yeah, you were being quote unquote resilient. You were being powerful. You were stepping outside of emotions and doing it anyway. And so we told ourselves for so long that that was heroic, that that was something worth valuing and espousing to. But there's this very strong emotional feminine side of ourselves, both in men and women, that has real connection to our own feelings. And as you know, our feelings matter so much. They're our window into intuition. They're our window into our values. They're our window into what really brings us happiness. And so by pushing those down and suppressing the emotions when they come up, what we do is we actually lose a little bit of our power. And so the question becomes, how can we use vulnerability as a source of power? You know, I'm just, as I say those words, I can imagine what so many people would be thinking when they hear me say that. Well, obviously those two are antithetical to one another. I mean, since when is vulnerable vulnerability a source of power? Well, I'd love to challenge your perspective with this story. This was actually a story I heard. I'm a as I've been training through the Robbins Madonna's program um, for coaching and counseling, 
This was one of my lectures years ago that I revisited when I was thinking about vulnerability. And it was a story that Tony Robbins once gave at a, at a meeting, but it's a true story. And it's of this man who was feeling very insignificant. You know, nothing in his life was really making him feel good about himself. He was a busboy, didn't have a good relationship, didn't have any intimate relationship, but it didn't have any love and connection from family, felt very insignificant in this world. And he had this idea of a phenomenal thing that he could do that would really make an impact in the world that would give him enormous significance for standing up for the courage to do so, standing in for what he felt was right, where his values lay. And he thought, yeah, you know, this is what's going to put me on the map and really make a difference in this world. And so he woke up one morning, it was a gorgeous spring morning, the sun was shining, and, uh, you know, there were even people... Everyone around him seemed happy. This day was the auspicious day he had chosen to embark on this new adventure that would really alter life for him as he knew it. And for everyone around him, he was so convinced of the success of what he was about to do. So as you can imagine, standing in that place with the warmth of the sun on this gorgeous day, crowds all around you cheering you on, he was feeling phenomenal about himself, empowered, powerful, impactful. And as he was standing there with these crowds, he noticed the beginning of a motorcade because what was actually happening is the president was coming through and all these crowds were people who were cheering to get a glimpse of the president. And here he could see the car coming down and he had a beautiful view of President Nixon at the time. True story. And as he did, he reached into his pocket under his shirt and felt the gun. The big impact and the point of significance that Arthur Bremer was going to feel that day was to be the one known to assassinate President Richard Nixon. And he had every intention to do so. His conviction was high. He brought his gun. He had the perfect spot to shoot. And in that moment, with his hands on the gun, a little old lady bumped into him from behind. And he swung around to see what had happened, hugely annoyed, angry that anyone should interrupt this moment of greatness, this incredible alignment of the universe lining up for him to be able to deliver this impactful action that he had so much conviction in and felt so powerful to perform. And as he swung around to look at her, she was terrified. She got scared. She felt that she'd hurt him. From his reaction, she thought that she had injured him, and immediately she put his hands on him and said, oh, I'm so sorry, in this granny voice, this vulnerable, weak voice, and said, oh, I'm so sorry, my love. Did I hurt you? Are you okay? And in interviews, years later, Arthur Brimmer would go on to say that that moment when he looked into her eyes and he saw her weakness and he saw her vulnerability, he realized that he could never 
do what he was about to do, he could never allow her to see the horror of shooting another human being in such close range. And so he put his hand down and did not follow through with the assassination. You know, unfortunately, years later, he did attempt another assassination of George Wallace, a presidential candidate in 72. And so, unfortunately, Arthur's demons followed him throughout the rest of his life. But in that moment, vulnerability and weakness was more powerful than that of an assassinator, more powerful than a man who had experienced enormous significance and will and conviction of his actions. In that moment, vulnerability was so much more powerful than anything that Arthur Bremer brought with him that day. And so I ask you to just see the perspective of the power of vulnerability, even in such a drastic and extreme example. Vulnerability impacts us in enormous ways because it's the way we connect to other humans. As a leader, this is an incredibly powerful contribution to your leadership skills, is to be able to connect not only with your team members, but with those you serve. In dentistry, 100%. Being able to connect with our own vulnerability allows us to have compassion for the patients we treat. It allows us to have compassion for the family members of the patients we treat. Our own vulnerability allows us to feel the emotions that come along with everyday experiences. So, you know, right now, so much of what's happening in the economy, what's happening with COVID, what's happening with vaccinations and rulings and guidelines from the CDC and from our governing bodies, so much of it is outside of our control. Huge emotions are happening within all of us. Fears, sadness, you know, anger, disappointment, bitterness. All of those emotions are real and vulnerable. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you didn't get into business to be miserable. The problem is that people feel that if their business gets busier, if they start becoming more successful, that happiness will eventually set in. But it can actually get worse. This is why I created the Business of Happiness Prosperity Coaching. In this one-on-one -on -one coaching, we look at how to redefine success on your terms and refine the joy and the passion in your dream. Visit me at thebizofhappiness.com and become the happiest business owner you know. But when we squash them down, when we don't allow ourselves to feel the pain, to feel the sorrow, to feel the injustice of it all, it makes it very difficult for us to connect with others. Just having an understanding of where someone's coming from is so important. Otherwise, what we do is we immediately jump to defenses. And as a leader, being in a place of defense is enormously incapacitating. But that sense of vulnerability can be an empowering resource, especially in our interpersonal relationships. 
Whenever we're connecting with someone, there's an absolute need for vulnerability in your personal relationships with your loved ones and even as a parent. Being vulnerable shares with one another the honesty and the truth of our feelings. It also allows us to be more honest about our feelings instead of denying them. So where in your life have you allowed for vulnerability? And where have you allowed for vulnerability to be a strength? I'll tell you that in my own personal relationship with my husband, vulnerability has played a huge role in strengthening our connection with one another. We have so much more compassion and support for one another because we allow for vulnerability. And let me tell you, there were many years that I didn't. I, just like so many of you, had a story in my head that I could get through anything. I could push harder than anyone else. And no matter what happens to me, I am strong. My mother, and she always listens to my podcasts, so she'll laugh at this. But my mother, my whole life, would say something to the effect of, I'm strong as a bull. Well, yes, I'm strong as a bull, and that's true. But I can also be as weak as a lamb to be able to feel the emotions within me. And it's that part of me that can connect to someone in an intimate way that's just not possible from a forceful place of strength and enormous perseverance. And the fascinating thing is when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, to tuck into that soft underbelly that is within each of us, we get to have a deeper experience of life. We get to have a deeper appreciation for life, the ups and the downs, because even the most painful situations can bring you enormous feelings and emotions. And thank goodness for those, because it's the painful feelings that let us see the love that we have for others, because you wouldn't feel pain and discomfort if you didn't feel love. Well, the same is true for happiness. It's very difficult to feel those ecstatic places, those highs, if you haven't felt the lows, if you haven't allowed yourself to feel the pain, it's very hard to feel the enormous joy of recovering from it. Haven't you had that experience in your own life? You know when you have been not well or you've had a sore back and all of a sudden you wake up one morning and your back feels better? And you realize how great life is? Isn't it funny how sometimes when we allow ourselves to feel the discomfort, when we get the comfort back again, we have so much more appreciation of it. So much more appreciation for it. You know, if you've ever had a head cold, and I don't know how many of you, and my heart goes out to you if, you've, if you have been touched by COVID, but if you've ever had a cold in your chest or your head or any part of your body, and it just belabors everything, and you realize, I never knew how much I needed my lungs, or I never knew how much I needed clarity in my thoughts or my head or my face, how easy it is to bend down and pick something up when I don't have the heaviness behind my eyes. And then the day you have clarity and you feel well, oh, you feel on top of the world. 
And it's only because you were able to experience the opposite of it that you can truly appreciate the wellness and the happiness and the joy and the empowerment and the ability of your health. The same is true for our emotions. And there's enormous resilience in vulnerability too. Because when we allow ourselves to feel sad, we recognize recovery. We recognize climbing out of it. We've talked about the strength of being able to let go of the pain and take the lesson. Well, first you have to acknowledge the pain. Because if you don't acknowledge the pain, there is no lesson. There's just stubborn, pig-headed, pushing on through. There's just that bull in the china shop, no matter what. But acknowledging, you know what, this was really painful. This really hurt my feelings. And even when my feelings are hurt, I can climb out of it. I can find compassion. I can find strength. I can find resilience. But I have to first acknowledge that wound first. And then I can have greater appreciation, greater resilience, greater commonality with other humans, and greater emotional attachment, love, and connection. And man, what enormous significance I can feel when I can come out of the depths and find my strength again. Imagine a place where we can hold both. Imagine where you can be both the masculine and the feminine. You can be the empowered, strong, resilient, no matter what, I'm going to make it. I have so much conviction in my mind of where I want to go. And also hold this very tender part of yourself. That is love. That is passion. That is sensitive. That is vulnerable that needs support and needs connection. And it's because of this beautiful feminine part of you that you can have the enormous resilience and connection and conviction to make a difference in your world. And so I challenge you to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Allow yourself to connect with those emotions that I know if you have been practicing for decades to suppress will feel scary to allow. But the joy beyond it, the full feeling of life beyond it, it's everything. It's what full life feels like. That's what being fulfilled means. Being fulfilled means honoring and owning all of it. And recognizing the strength within vulnerability. So I challenge you to, to try, to give it a shot and see the difference it makes. And, you know, once again, as always, please know I'm always here for you. So if you are a business owner and you have been practicing those masculine traits for so many decades that you've forgotten how to feel vulnerable, you've forgotten what that even looks like, I was speaking with a client this morning, as I mentioned, she reminded me to talk about this on the podcast because so many of us have that tendency that we've just learned to be so steadfast in our conviction and in our power, and we've lost connection with the vulnerability. So please, 
once again, I'd love to offer my support to you if this is something that you recognize you need support with. No no fee, no cost, no no selling to you or anything. Give me, send me an email if this is something that's connected to you that you really feel intuitively called to discuss or to support, to find support with. I'm always here for you to all my listeners. Uh, you can reach me anytime at taryn at thebizofhappiness.com. I welcome emails always and I get back to you as quickly as I possibly can. But uh, just know that this has been such an enormous impact in my life. I've noticed such a big difference in my life when I've been able to tuck into that strength and resilience of vulnerability. And I'm here for you to help you do the same. And remember, as always with the business of happiness, when you feel good, that is when you can go out into the world and do good. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you know of a colleague who could benefit from this perspective, empower their day and share this episode with them. Or check out more episodes on thebizofhappiness.com. I look forward to discussing happiness in business and in life with you further again next episode. And until then, remember... Today is going to be a great day.